welcome back to another edition of One Last Thing. I'm your host, Anthony Freddy, and this is the podcast where we bring on seniors each week from the Vedette and talk about some of our favorite memories as this school year winds down. And this week, I'm pleased to be joined by Nicholas Parra. Nick, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate being here. Um, How do you feel now? It's like we're counting down the days. I think it's like less than three weeks or so um, until graduation. It's going by too fast, so there's not enough time to do everything, but, you know, you just kind of have to cruise in and do what you can. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, like, insane to think, like, I'm graduating in May. Are you graduating mid-May, or did you get, like, a April graduation? Um, I got, I think, a late April, if not beginning of May graduation. Gotcha. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's winding <laughs> down. It's crazy to think, like you said, this year flew by, and I think the four years, too, like everyone says. Yeah. Um, so one of the things you wanted to talk about being involved in, um, here at ISU during your four years is the big red marching machine, yeah. um, which I find really interesting. I always love going to football games and seeing them perform. Um, so what instrument do you play and how did you get started kind of playing that instrument? So originally I, um, went to Harper college, so I did my associates for two years there and I transferred here as a junior. Um, this is actually my fifth year. So the way I started with the big red marching machine was, I used to play saxophone in high school. I was like, I still want to keep band, but more of like the athletic band. So that's why marching band was kind of more of my thing. Um, so I transferred here and I was like, oh my God, 300 people, too many. And like my, my band was only half that size. So it's comparable, like to compare it, it's too much. So yeah, I used to play saxophone, but then um, the band was looking for more of like a photographer to do more of the marketing and promotioning of the band itself. So I was sort of doing some photography work on the side with like kind of like there. But um, one of the directors like really liked the work and they were like, you know, like, why not make this as a as a credit class for you and just pretty much like shoot what you want and then have you on the sideline during football games. Interesting. So you're like the photographer yeah. for the marching band, like capturing them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have to like attend the practices that they do or do you get like that time off? Uh, it just depends. It's like, you know, I don't, didn't want it to be too repetitive getting the same shots every time. So I would go two out of the three days, depending on what they're going to work on. So pre COVID, I would be there like every rehearsal, you know, just, you just don't know what's going to happen on that day. But um, with COVID now, it was just kind of go when you can, but also you can't be too close to the people. So instead of getting those detailed shots, I would have to use other equipment to make up for that space. And typically, how long does practice go? Because I know like sometimes walking by the <laughs> athletic side of campus, um, they practice on that parking lot that's got the football field drawn on it. Yeah. So typically, like how long are they there? Because I know like they're there. For a while, I assume. Yeah, so uh, pre-COVID, they were there from 4.10 to 6 o'clock, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, with COVID now, I think they switched it to Tuesday, Thursday. I could be wrong. Um, but it just depends on the day and what they want to do since the band got structured and broken up to, like, two bands. So it was less of a time commitment, I believe. Um, and what's it like um, being able to now, be, I guess, be on the other side of the band? Because you said in high school you were doing saxophone, and now you're shooting the band and taking um, some good um, shots of them. So what's that experience kind of been like for you? So, like, 
the difference is that I get to see like all my band members like emotions and like their passion put into like their work. And at the end of like the performance, you can literally tell that they're happy and they're really proud of the work that they did for that show. Because honestly, being on the other side, like playing an instrument, you're just like, you know, I'm performing for everybody else. So it's kind of like for me as a photographer, I'm like pretty much showing those same expressions out for everybody else to look so that the members themselves can look at themselves and be like, you know, like I was literally enjoying that moment. (laughs) And um, what made you want to transfer in from Harper, you said, right, mm-hmm. um, to ISU? Uh, so I wanted to go to ISU since senior year of high school. So I just kept applying every year, making sure, like, you know, like, I was getting in, I was getting in. So about I just wanted to be local. Um, two hours away up north is not that far to see family. So I just still wanted to be in state for a, a little bit more. Yeah, I'm right up there, too. I'm about two and a half hours up north. Are you from, like, um, south of Chicago or north of Chicago? Uh, what's it? Northwest, so Elgin. Okay, yep, I've heard of it. 45 from DeKalb. Okay, yeah. I'm from Lake Bluff, which is, like, 30 minutes from oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Have <laughs> yeah. you heard of it? Yes, I yep, did. Okay, yeah, a lot of people don't. They're like, where is that? I'm like, it's <laughs> just, just right just up there. Just right there. Yeah, like, now that I get down here, I tell people I'm from Lake Bluff, like, 30 minutes from Wisconsin. They're like, oh, wow, you're from way up north. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is, you uh, just get like a bunch of people from like oh you're from chicago i'm like not really yeah no not Mm-mm. north of chicago, north of chicago. almost <laughs> um is um photography something that you wanted to pursue something as a career or was it like a hobby you sort of picked up and now you want to like transition into it oh it was more of a hobby to begin with and then it just started to be like what i want to do a little bit more full-time hopefully like later down in the future so i mean if it ends up being what it is, then it's fate. If not, then, I mean, I can still keep it as a hobby. And um, working here um, at the Vedette as a photographer, um, what are some of, like, your favorite events that you shot? So I've always wanted to shot, like, baseball, baseball games. I had that opportunity two games ago, and I really, like, enjoyed it. It's completely different than typical football since my brother played football in high school, so I would go to his games and um shoot for their team but um it's a whole other ball game so i mean sports in general i can dig it interesting um are there any other sports that you've shot as well because i'm a big sports person as <laughs> no, well. so i mean uh, here at the vedette i shot basketball i did soccer i did gymnastics um football as i mentioned and baseball so i have not done softball or swimming I think and I, I think that's it. Yeah, oh, the, I did, did tennis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, baseball is definitely an interesting sport to shoot, and you got, like, really good weather for it. Yeah. Like, if the sun is out and it's not raining um, on that turf field, you're able to get some really cool shots of them, like, practicing in their sunglasses, you know, and throwing the ball. It's always kind of hard to um, try and follow the ball once they hit it, especially if it's, like, really sunny out. Like, I'll, like, lose it, and then <laughs> when it, then it comes down to, like, center field. I'm like, oh, that's oh, where so that ball went. Yep. Yeah. Just keeping the, like your eye on the ball is just harder, just because it's so small compared to like a football. You can literally see yeah the actual thing. Yeah, exactly. The baseball is like Blenson, but the football, yeah, it's brown and you can see it. it doesn't get thrown oh, as high right. in the air, so you're able to see that. Softball is probably even nicer because it's a little bigger, bigger ball than baseball, and it's a bright like neon um, greenish yeah. yellow, yeah. so like you can't miss it. Um, and the field's smaller too. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. 
Um, what made you want to be involved here at the Vedette and do some photography? So um, since I am the president of, of the photography club on campus, um, one of my members, Maya, who was also a photo editor for the Vedette, um, she recommended me to join the uh, the Vedette as a photographer because she really saw the quality of work that I was producing on like on my own, and she's like, "Why not give it a try? You already do sports, so I mean, we could always need some sports photographers on the side too." Did you play sports in high school, or did you just primarily shoot sports? Um, I did water polo as a sophomore. Really? Yeah. And so I, did I. <laughs> hey. I did it for three years. Yeah. <laughs> So you know. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I did that, and then I did basketball, I think, freshman year. But other than that, I was just kind of more of like marching man, just kind of like took over everything. Yeah. Waterfall, that's, that's <laughs> a sport. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I joined the sophomore year. I'm like, man, this is tough. Oh, yeah. That's what people were like, how can you like tread water? I'm like, you just kind of have to get used to it. Yeah, they're like, what if the – what if it's like – really shallow because i've played at some schools where it might be like four feet deep so it's like you have to stand like how can you try it's like well you gotta you find a way like, you can't hit the you, ground yeah oh my goodness um do you know what position you play were you a goalie or I was you, goalie. you were a goalie yeah. okay <laughs> so it was like on the shallow end it was just kind of easier but yet again like you said yeah i don't think find you could that jump. common ground yeah you can't jump yeah and so it's like one one side is like shallower than the other but yeah treading's the hardest part and especially like most of the guys that I play with, including myself, we came from swimming. So, like, right after that season concluded, we went to polo. So, it was, like, a nice transition, transition. and we were, like, in shape um, coming into the season. Yeah, we were conditioned. Um, but, like, it's obviously different because it's not like with goggles. You got to, like, always keep your head up yep. above water. Um, yeah, and just, like, some of the rules and stuff, like, going back and forth, I was just, like, juiced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what were um, I guess some of your some of your favorite memories from playing polo? I mean, from polo, I was just like you know, being as a as a goalie, you get hit in the face with the ball. So I mean, all I can remember is getting hit with the water polo ball directly in my face. But you know, I used to play at Hoffman Estates High School, so um, their their coach was like pretty good at like making sure like you can, you always did what you had to do. So I don't know, it was a good team. Yeah. Yeah I, re- yeah, I respect some of the goalies. There was one goalie on my team. He never played polo, and then they just, like, ended up being goalie, and, like, they just, yeah, that's all they do is, like, keep taking, you know, balls to the head. Um, <laughs> and I remember, like, one time they had me, like, help them practice for sectionals, um, just be a goalie because I think our goalie couldn't make it or he was injured. And yeah. I remember I just, like, saved a couple of shots, and then next thing I know, my nose was bleeding. I'm like, oh, boy, yep. that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Can't do much about it. I know. And it's like playing like in the pool too against like the other players. Like, yeah, it's vicious. Like the conference I was in, we played against Stevenson High School. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would like win state every year. I mean, they were a Brutal. vicious team to play against. They were so big, so strong, so fast. It was like, yeah, we would get just annihilated by them every time <laughs> we played them. It'd be like seven to nothing or something before we'd get a goal and like our coach would be like what are you guys doing it's like it's stevenson, stevenson. we can't do anything <laughs> I mean, yeah, just playing against them it's like that was just a school that just like everyone ended because they were just so good at everything and it's like they were basically a college campus because like they had a huge Oops. school they had like 
probably like 10, 20,000 students that were there. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just, I mean, they had the money, they had the students for it. So like, yeah, we always just envy them. Yeah. You know, it's always like the size of the school just kind of brings it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and going a little bit um, back to photography, you mentioned there's a photography club here, yeah. which I find interesting because like people say at this school, um, if you want to join a club, there's a club for you. Like if you mm-hmm. want to join, like, let's say a SpongeBob club or something, I'm sure <laughs> there, we got one on campus. Probably, there will probably be like, a Like there's something, campus. like there's some for magic, for some maybe if you're, maybe there's a different newspaper here too <laughs> as well. Like maybe they just like do a newspaper for fun. Um, but with photography, what do you guys do in that club? Do you just, um, get like practice shooting some things or they're like actual things that you do? Like you maybe go together, maybe go to like a forest preserve, um, and like practice getting some cool shots. So what we do at the photography club is, um, so if you're, it's open to anybody. It doesn't, you don't have to be a photography major, which is like the good thing. Cause that's what people are kind of skeptical about. They're like, Oh, photography, you have to be a photo major. No. I'm actually a bio major, which is what I'm graduating. So it's completely, yeah, completely like how. So at the photography club, we pretty much show people. If you're a beginner, we teach you how to shoot uh, on a camera. Um, you don't have to use a big fancy camera. You can also use your iPhone. There's ways to do it the same way. Um, but we have events like before COVID, we would have one or two events a month um, until the end of the school year. Where we would go to like like uh, downtown Bloomington, Lake Evergreen, Forest Preserves, Chicago, which is one of our big trips that we usually have. Um, so we pretty much like try to diverse everybody because everyone is not going to be a portrait photographer. We have people who are landscape photographers. We have people that are very um, macro photographers. So it's like we try to cover like enough bases for everyone to uh, find their niche. And what is um, macro photography? Uh, macro photography, I believe, since I don't really do it, um, just pretty much like shooting very up close. If not, I could be very wrong. I'm very sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but that's what I've always understood it as. Gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I think there's probably like what, two different types of photography. This one, like maybe just focusing on getting the bigger picture of things, um, like wider shots. And then some are probably like closer shots, like a butterflies and stuff. Um, one of the guys I went to middle school and high school with um he picked up photography as a hobby and he'd always like post stuff on social media and like um his primary thing um is photographing birds so my mom would always be like oh did you see what um he's posting on social media because um his mom and my mom are both pretty close because we like grew up basically together so like it was really cool like to see kind of like all like him taking those pictures like as like kind of a neat yeah. hobby that he loves not only bird watching but kind of like capturing sure. it as well yeah i mean if you're like really passionate about one thing you will always find an attraction to that specific thing so it just it depends what you're like what you really enjoy is what i tell people especially the members because everyone's like coming like i don't know what to do i'm like well We'll show you the ropes if you like something and you want extra practice. Like totally, like let us know. Since it's not just myself, it's a board of five other, or five or six other people. But you have members here that are also like, oh, like I need somebody for this. Like, can you come help me? And you know, we always try to like hook people up with like events and shoots because, especially with grass season coming up, it's there's not enough photographers to cover a school of twenty plus thousand kids. 
Yeah, I remember just like looking on Facebook. Everyone's like, oh, if you need a photographer, let me know. And some people are posting that like, I want to take senior portraits. Anyone know a really good photographer? It's like, yeah, that's what everyone wants, like trying to get photos of themselves in the cap and gown wherever they want to, whether it's in front of their school, whether it's on the quad at Redbird Plaza. That's always a big hot spot. Um, But like, yeah, that's like a big thing. On, like, all the Facebook groups I'm a part of at ISU, just, like, anyone got a photographer. Yeah, that's how mine is, too. Yep. Um, is there anything, like, in particular you like shooting, or are you just, like, taking pictures in general? Uh, in particular, like, I mentioned before, sports is, like, one my big one thing. But um, I am trying to get into the LGBT, so capturing more of, like, same-sex couples, or um, any type of, like, anybody who feels like they want to get like pictures for themselves or for their family or for their partner because honestly like love is love and everybody deserves that same attention i yeah i I love that that's really interesting you bring it up because like everyone like deserves at least some attention regardless of like who they are and especially with um everything going on um surrounding that i mean there's even some cool pictures with that um as well that you can um definitely take advantage of yeah yeah because you know being as a part of the LGBTQ uh, community myself, you know, it's it hinders me a little more than what any other photographer would be. But I always try to be very inclusive. You know, it doesn't matter what your sex is. doesn't matter what your race is. doesn't matter what your identity is. It's like you are yourself and you want pictures for yourself. Totally do it. Yeah, I, I think like capturing pictures like is essential because it's like a memory kind of thing um there was one like caption i saw on one of my friends instagram in high school was like um collect memories not things and like that's kind of mm-hmm. what a picture is and i think like when they say a picture's worth a thousand words i think i now am, like starting to get another standing understanding of it because i think pictures tell a story so maybe that's kind of what that means that each picture kind of has its own story behind it and basically being like part of the newspaper like everyone's got a story yes. that they can share yeah because especially like thinking back of like how my parents captures like memories of myself and my brothers and sisters you know they used a film camera so yep. i mean film cameras are you know, film photography is already coming back so i might as well like you know do what my parents did before too you know you can always like get them sent uh, the film to get developed and you already have your physical print in hand yeah I remember the days of those disposable cameras and you're like taking pictures with them and you're like, did that come out? Well, yeah, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see once I pick it up from CBS. Exactly. We're going to have to see. Alrighty. Well, um, thanks again, Nick, um, for coming on. Best of luck with these last few weeks um, that we've got. I mean, we got some good weather for it. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood that this weather can stay like this, um, you know, so we can end our senior year on a high note. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony, for having me. No problem. (laughs) Stay safe and go you Redbirds.